I'm Nancy Showalter, and you're listening to Spirituality for the Politically Incorrect podcast. Welcome, all radical paradigm shifters and creative change makers. You who dare to create a better life and a better world, tap into the power that resides within you and use that power for constructive change. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode entitled Exploring the Human Aura. Now, we know that everything in the universe is energy. We also know that the human body is a conductor of energy. Now, we can look to science, we can look to spiritual texts, and we can look to common sense to some of the things that we're going to be discussing. For instance, people question whether the body, whether the human being is an energetic being. Well, if you've been around anyone who has passed on, you understand how when the energy field, the soul, whatever you want to call it, the life force leaves the human body or that of any animal, you have the body immediately turns cold or the heat dwindles down, dwindles down as the energy dissipates. So what happened to that life force? Where did it go? Well, we're going to explore a little bit, not so much about where it goes, because we've talked about that in other episodes, but we're going to talk about now that force field, that energy field that resides within the physical body as long as we are alive and at the point of death, that physical energy leaves the physical body. So, you know, what is the source of this energy? What does it mean from a spiritual perspective is what we're really going to explore mostly. So we find that that energy from the I am presence, that part of you that resides in the spirit world when your soul descends into the physical matter world, and you're connected because that is the life force that keeps you alive, sustains you. All these bodily functions that go on that you don't consciously make yourself breathe, you you are breathed. As long as you keep breathing, life is there. Now you can you can physically consciously stop that breathing process, and that is when the life force will leave if you stop it long enough to have physical death. So we have the heart beating, we have all of these organs functioning that we're not consciously aware of. We're not making them function. So we have this magnificent, what some people call a machine, but really it's a magnificent orchestration, synchronization that keeps us moving alive and healthy, hopefully alive and healthy. So as long as this energy flows through our, what we call four lower bodies, and those four lower bodies are the mental, physical, emotional, and memory bodies. These are the vehicles by which the soul, and the soul descends into a physical form. So those are the bodies 
that we have to deal with in this physical dimension. We know that the brain alone is composed of over 10 billion nerve cells, which travel electrical impulses at speeds up to like 200 miles an hour. But energy flows in through and around the body in many forms. Some are measurable electrical impulses to higher forms of energy, sometimes referred to as, again, the vital force, spiritual light, or prana. With the introduction of Curlian photography, which they can photograph energy fields around humans or animals and even plants. It's like everything is a manifestation of energy with more or less complicated life forms from human to, say, a rock, which is a less complicated, less developed life form. So I want to talk about this energy field. I want to talk about the seven major chakras that we find superimposed their energetic level over the physical body. They're called chakras, and that's an Eastern term that means a wheel. These wheels of energy, and there's seven of the major ones, but there's many of these little wheels of energy all through the body, which is studied by acupuncture and understanding the meridians of energy in the physical body that you find in a lot of the Eastern healing modalities. But the seven major chakras is what I really want to talk about today and ongoing for a bit so that we have a better understanding. So these energy spinning chakras are meant to be spinning at very high frequencies. But energy, just kind of like a, um, just like you might take an engine in a car, it's meant to, you know, everything's the motor and everything's meant to be spinning at a high rate and it's very healthy and a new vehicle, whatever. But as it gets old and as dirt and substance accumulates, it can clog up. Well, this is the same thing that can happen in our four lower bodies. And not because we're getting old, per se, but because of that clogging up of the cells and that flow of energy through the four lower bodies. So this is a result of our incorrect use of that life force. And some of those incorrect uses we've talked about, but you can see where they would be negative emotions or emotions that are that that stop that energy flow which could be anything from fear depression anger uh, where you lose a lot of energy um, negative experiences that have happened to you in past lives or early in this life that leave negative records which are really just an accumulation of energy locked into a memory pattern and this gets lodged into our memory body and it stays in the physical instead of that energy just flowing freely flowing freely from your higher self all through your four lower bodies and you have this more or less divine being this Christed one walking on the earth very similar to of course Jesus Christ so Jesus was just the greatest example of what we are supposed to be and he even said that the kingdom of God's within you. You can do even greater things than I do. But you have to be one with your Christ self. You have to be one with that higher consciousness within you. 
and you have to have the right use of energy and to clean up the misuses of energy from last life, previous lives, current life, however it manifests. So we're going to talk about the seven chakras and I want to talk about them as they are meant to be the frequency of energy in the purified state. We see many diagrams. You go out on the internet, you can see many diagrams of the chakras. And a lot of these diagrams show the base of the chakra as red. And not that it doesn't manifest that way, but this is in an imperfect state of where man is at the moment. That that red symbolizes it's the it's been the misuse of that base chakra, which is the life force, the kundalini, it's the sexual energy, the energy of the mother, and that chakra is meant to be white. It is a purified energy of the divine mother in our physical body. The crown chakra, at the same time, then at the top of the head, manifesting above in the head, is the yellow golden illumination chakra which is the father manifestation. So you have the mother at the base, the father uh, at the crown, and when those two energies unite, you have the heart chakra, which is the anchor. The, it is the divine spark. The I am presence is anchored there, and that is the place of your Christ self. The father and mother come together, give birth to the son the one and only Son, the Christ, and that is indwelling within you in that what we have been described as the threefold flame of power, wisdom, and love, blue, yellow, pink. These are frequencies of the Godhead, and that is also meant to be spinning and, and expanding in your aura. Now, the, the human aura changes its dynamic because we are energetic beings. Our thoughts, our feelings, our actions, all our words, all these things affect what is happening with our aura, our physical manifestation of energy. Now medical researchers at Harvard and Yale and, and, and many for ongoing years have concluded that the study of the aura can be invaluable aid in prevention of disease before it manifests in the physical form. It's because we understand that everything that is physical was first a thought. It manifested in the non-physical dimension, like the desk you're sitting at right now or the car you're riding in. Someone had an idea, had a mental concept of how to create this in the physical. So everything you see in the physical was created by a thought first, including the very creation of the earth, because God had this divine thought and spoke it, let there be light, and there was light, spoke it into physical manifestation, and these are keys for us. So we understand many healers do look at or sense, if they can't see it, they can feel energy blockages in the body. Energy, and, and many of the Eastern, uh, whether it's Chinese or Indian, all these different philosophies, Ayurvedic healing, all these different philosophies have this understanding of how you can sense energy blockages in the physical body and the healing modalities that help release these energies 
flowing through the physical form. However, we have to also shift our thinking, our managing our emotions, if we want to be able to manage healing and wholeness in our four lower bodies. So let's talk about the seven major chakras. We've already talked about the crown chakra at the uh, uh, top of the head, the third eye chakra, which manifests is called third eye because that energy field anchors in between your two physical eyes. Then you have the throat chakra, which of course is our power center of speech. You have the heart chakra. You have below that the solar plexus, which is the emotional body. Then you have the seat of the soul and then the base of the spine at the very bottom of your spine. And the seat of the soul, this is where the soul is anchored in the four lower bodies. And you know how you say you have that that gut feeling, that sense. It's a soul, solar awareness. It's a soul sense. And so that's where that comes from. Let's look at the vibrational frequencies and what color are these chakras emanating? What are they meant to emanate in the purified form? We have the crown chakra at the top, which is a yellow golden, a pure golden sun. The third eye chakra is a green, a very pure color of green. It's precipitation. So we actually precipitate things into the physical as we see them, as we imagine. As we imagine a house we want to build and the architect draws out everything. We, we imagine, we tell the architect, this is how we want it to be designed. This is action of the third eye. In congruence with the crown chakra, none of this, I mean, we are a total being. So even though we are pulling out little pieces of ourselves to understand better what's going on, we don't function independently. These seven chakras, our four lower bodies, our entire consciousness is a whole holistic being. But we're going to look at the parts so we can better understand how things work and how we can improve ourselves. So the throat chakra is a blue, a cobalt blue color, and it is our ability to create, bring things into the physical by speaking the word. Many, many examples of this. Then we have the heart chakra, which again is the anchor of the I am presence, the God self that remains in spirit as we descend into matter that's anchored in the heart. Then below that is the solar plexus. This is our feeling nature. This is the emotional body that where emotions, which is like energy and motion, emotions are meant to pass through our being. It, it's a powerful motor of life when we are motivated with our emotional being. And it is meant to reflect the divine qualities rather than some of the misuses of this emotional body. Then you have the seat of the soul, which I touched on. This is where the soul anchors. This is the vulnerable part of you that experiences physical life. We come as a baby, totally dependent on others. 
It's like a sacred trust. None of us come into this world a grown being able to just be under control of our own being. We come as total vulnerable beings in the state of the evolution of mankind right now. So these little babies would die if there's no one taking care of them. And that includes us. So we all start this way. So this is why as we become an adult, to look at a child and and be condemnatory of a child is, is rather ridiculous because that's how we all got here. We're all, we were all children once and we're all part of us still as a child, no matter how old you get. That is seat of the soul. Then we have the base of the spine chakra once again, which is the mother like the Kundalini. It's a tremendous power that when raised and not just that light just dispersed in uh, misuses, whether it be anger, whether it be sexual perversions, misuses of that sacred fire, we are wasting that life force, that energy. So we need to raise it to the level of the heart, raise it to the level of the crown, and then you have spiritual enlightenment. Now that doesn't mean that you don't have physical sexual interaction, but there are lawful uses of that energy, which we'll talk about at another time. But these are the seven chakras, the crown, the third eye, the throat, the heart, the solar plexus, seat of the soul, and base of the spine. So that's all we're going to cover today, but we will continue this discussion as we explore deeper and deeper into the human aura. I will see you next week. Until then, keep an open mind, a generous heart, and a powerful spirit. Thank you for being with me today, and if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, download, and comment. I'd love to hear from you, and your support is much appreciated. And don't forget, go to nancyshowalter.com to get your free electronic copy of my book, It's Okay to Be Rich, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Increased Wealth and Personal Mastery, endorsed by T. Harv Ecker. And my free mini course, How to Speak Your Success, The Shocking Truth of How Your Words Impact Achieving Your Goals. I'll see you next week. 